It's time to bed out. Welcome to Veg Out, where we're embracing plant-based adventures. I'm Adrian, and on this show, we chat about everything food, family, and fun. I'm a scratch cooking wife and mother of two who loves exploring in the kitchen, and I'm here to share ways to make healthy food, especially plants, fun, delicious, and sometimes adventurous for your entire family. On this episode, we're in part two of Parenting Almost Vegan Kids. And in episode one, we talked about the dynamics of having your kids in the school setting and ways that you can prepare them um, and prepare yourselves for that, as well as at home, ways that you can encourage them trying new foods and enjoying plants at home. So definitely check out episode one for those tips. But this episode, we're hitting on the last two areas, parties and vacation, which can be really, really challenging. So first, let's talk about parties. And I'm talking about like birthday parties. I'm talking about um, situations where there's a lot of sugar, there's a lot of food, there's a lot of madness going on. I love birthday parties. But if you have a child that has um, dietary restrictions or you're trying to do something different than other families are, it can be a challenge to one, go and actually enjoy yourself without looking at everything like, don't touch that, don't touch that don't touch that. And then two, to not make the other family feel like, oh, you don't want to eat what we made or, you know, it makes them feel some kind of way um, sometimes if you don't do it right. So for us, what we've done is we kind of have a couple of rules and kind of rules of thumb that we follow whenever we're going to parties. So first, you have to have a little flexibility and some limits. So for example, my kids just went to a birthday party yesterday and they actually have another one to go to today. And my daughter's birthday party is next week. So there, this is like full-fledged birthday party season. And so one of the things that I have to remember is the overall why and the overall goal for my family. It's not to fit into a category. We don't eat mostly plant-based foods to say that we eat mostly plant-based foods or that we're vegan or almost vegan. We do it because of the health benefits and the health risks of not doing it. And so that means that you can't really have anything that's all or nothing. You know, you have to have a way that you can enjoy some moderation in your life because life would be really, really challenging. I don't want to say unenjoyable, but it would at least be really challenging if we just completely cut off, you know, everything food wise, you know, that we weren't supposed to have. So if somebody says you're never, ever going to have chocolate again and you know, you love chocolate, that could be a really miserable life, right? So, I'm not trying to teach my kids this is how, you know, I suck all the fun and life from you. I'm trying to help them enjoy eating healthy and then understand that sometimes it's okay to have a little flexibility with yourself. So if we go to a birthday party, I have some flexibility and I say, okay, you know what, if we go we might be able to have meat, but no dairy because dairy is really the piece for them that 
impacts them um, in more of a direct way. Like as soon as they consume it, you can kind of tell. So I might say, okay, you can have some meat, but no dairy. They already know that if there's pork, so if there's like a pepperoni pizza, they're not touching it. Um, so we already have that rule as a family, no pork. So if all that somebody would have would be like some meat, you know, meatballs or, um, you know, pepperoni, or if they have ham sandwiches, well, you know what, we're going to pass. But, um, and then if all someone has is pizza, that's dairy. So I tell my kids, I'm sorry, we can't do it. Or we'll peel the cheese off and then they'll eat just the crust, which sounds really weird and sounds kind of sad. But really, like until you try it, it's actually pretty good. And when everybody else is eating pizza, if that's your only other option to help your kids eat like what their friends are eating, rip that cheese off and tell them, enjoy your saucy crust. Like saucy crust is actually really, really good. So again, have some flexibility, but then have some limits. So the party that we went to yesterday, they ate lunch at Chick-fil-A. Now, personally, I love Chick-fil-A for their principles, but also for the product that they produce. Um, and so if we would eat meat from any fast food restaurant, it would be Chick-fil-A. So you know what we did yesterday? We ate Chick-fil-A. And guess what? They loved it and they enjoyed it. And they know that when they come home, mommy is not buying some chicken nuggets. Mommy is not going to any other restaurant and stopping by to get chicken. Like that's not what it is. But this is one of those situations where it was a birthday party. They want to have fun. They want to eat what their friends are eating. And there's a limit. Now, if we had gone to McDonald's and they wanted some nuggets, that was not going to happen. And I'm sorry for like name dropping and saying bad things about a restaurant, but I'm just being real. Okay. Since it was Chick-fil-A, we made an exception. Okay. And then that's something that I talked to my kids about because I don't ever want them to feel like I'm a hypocrite or they're a hypocrite. It's not about the dualistic black and white. We eat this. We don't eat that. It is about what are we doing to promote health and to promote wellness and to live the fullest lives that we possibly can while still having fun and having some flexibility there. So again, first tip, have a little flexibility, but set some limits. Second, another thing that you could do is have snacks before you head to the party or eat lunch before you go. Have a heavy breakfast if it's an early party. That way they won't be as hungry and as ravenous and then you'll have a chance to kind of have a conversation with them once you actually see what's available at the party and then after they have a little bit of the snacks that they couldn't eat everything go have something fun to eat afterwards if you know that there's something that they really really want go eat that afterwards so we love going to mod pizza or earth fair and making a vegan pizza there so if we would go to an event and um, they didn't have much that we could really eat i would tell them okay eat what you can like we'll pick out some things that we can snack on but afterwards and i'll tell them while we're there afterwards we're going to go to Earth Fair, we're going to get a pizza. And they're all super excited. And that ties them over until the end of the party. And then we go and we have what we want to eat. So don't feel like you have to make that exception and eat what the party has. You can always eat 
before so that you're not as hungry there. Although we know kids, it doesn't even matter if they're hungry or not. They're just going to eat if food is there. Um, but then afterwards, you can go and actually enjoy a treat, something that um, that they would enjoy. Another after event option for us, if there really wasn't a lot, but they did a good job, I might take them um, to a frozen yogurt shop because they're getting a lot better with having non-dairy options and like sorbets and different things at those types of places too. And we love those. So anything that you can think of to kind of reward your kids for appreciating how you approach um, how you approach food in public settings because that's really what it's about too. <laughs> the third tip that I would have is be prepared. You know, sometimes it might be, um, you know, okay to bring a dish. You know, if the party is going to be at someone's house, it might be nice to just say, I just brought um, a tray of cookies and you know that you made them yourself. You didn't use any dairy or animal products in them. And this is a tray of cookies that you can share with the friends that are at the party. Um, we had a friend at my son's party in January who was gluten-free. Now that was a whole other dynamic and I'll kind of touch on that in a little bit, but he was gluten-free. So his mom made gluten-free cupcakes. So it was, there were cupcakes that she knew that her son could have, but it was also a plate of them so that she could share it with everybody else. So it wasn't like, you know, your child is eating something weird that we're not eating. Yeah, they might be eating something different, but it's just a part of the menu options now. So that's a great way to expose others to plant-based eating or whatever kind of dietary restriction you may have um, and still allow your kids to eat the things along with their friends that they are also eating. Um, so a good example of this would be vegan pizza. So if I'm going to a party at someone's house, I might check in in advance just to see like, could you just give me an idea of what you might be serving at the party? And then if they say they're going to have pizza or whatever, I don't make a big deal out of it. I'm like, awesome. And then I might bring a pizza, bring a vegan pizza with me and just say, you know, hey, I didn't want you to have to worry about it, but this way my kids can eat with your kids and it's fine um, another idea would be what the other mom did at our party and she brought the cupcakes we worked that out in advance and it worked out great um, it could be a fruit tray you know it could be it doesn't have to be the main entree um, it can be a fruit tray with some non-dairy dip and so you say okay you know, everybody can enjoy this fruit tray or veggie tray or whatever you want to bring. Um, but you know that that's at least one thing that your child would enjoy that they could eat and then it won't make a big deal um, in there. And as a bonus tip, <laughs> I wanted to give you three tips for there, but I had to include a bonus. If you're the parent throwing the party, it's always helpful and I think other people really appreciate it if you ask your parents, your guests of your, the what am I trying to say, the parents of your guests, <laughs> if they have any dietary restrictions because I would hate for somebody to come to a party that I throw and find out that they're allergic to nuts and I have PB and J, you know, or they're allergic to nuts, but I made, you know, some granola bars and I used peanut butter and we didn't have that conversation. Usually if kids have allergies or um, food intolerances or different things, parents or those kids, they're really good at speaking up. 
But just as the host, just taking that extra step, maybe on your invitation and just say, you know, RSVP to Adrian at this number. Please let me know if you have any dietary restrictions or dietary needs or, you know, dietary allergies, however you want to phrase it. That way you'll know you'll be prepared. And it doesn't mean that you have to change up your whole menu. It just means that you're communicating with that parent to say, okay, well, here's what I'm planning to have. Is this okay if you don't know? Or could you bring something that you're that you know would kind of fit into this, you know, category, but you know that your child could have? Have that open dialogue because parents really do appreciate that. And that's exactly what we did for my son's um, ninth birthday party. We had one of his friends that was gluten-free and I, you know, text back and forth with his mom. And thankfully, because most of our, you know, what whatever we do is, is plant-based, um, you know, I would say 90% plant-based, um, most of the ingredients and the products that I picked up were already gluten-free. So that was great. And if it wasn't, it was just a quick swap out. So maybe like the tortilla chips that I normally would have gotten, I just got another brand and they were gluten-free. So I mean, it really wasn't an issue at all. And then when his dad dropped him off, I kind of walked his dad through the menu so he could see the food on the table, see that things were separated. And I told him, I'm like, he can have these five things, but these three things he can't. And he was fine with that. Um, and the kid was really, really sweet. He was like, thank you for having so many things that I can have. And I'm like, of course, you know, it's not just about your child's big day. It's about their friends having fun too. So hopefully those are some good party tips for you. So then the second topic, and I'm going to quickly go through these, um, is on vacation. And this one is, um, I have two kind of main rules of thumb when we're traveling or we're on vacation, or if my husband has a meeting or a conference and we're just tagging along. The first is be prepared. Google is your friend. You know where you're eventually headed. So take a look at the route and see what restaurants are along the way. See what restaurants are actually where you're going and look at the menus ahead of time. And that way you can kind of see, is this gonna be a place where A, my whole family is gonna be able to find something to eat that they enjoy. And two, is it gonna be hard for them to choose the things that you want them to choose? So for example, we wouldn't necessarily stop. Um, so I'll, let me back up. So we eat primarily plant-based, but we do eat fish. So I wouldn't normally stop at, you know, KFC. Because for the most part, you stop at KFC, you pretty much know what you're going there to get, right? So that wouldn't be a stop on our way. But we might go to, we might stop and go to Panera because they have a lot of of salad options, a lot of veggie sandwich options, and when all else fails, they have a PB&J on their kids' menu. Now, in all honesty, I would just make my PB&Js ahead of time and not pay the $6 for it, but I'm just giving you a good example, okay? Um, so you would stop someplace where they have food that would be easy for you to actually choose from. For us, it's a little easier because we could stop at a seafood restaurant um, or at a regular restaurant and tell the kids that they could choose one of the fish options. Um, if they have like fish nuggets or something like that, they could do that. So again, it's just all about planning ahead and looking at the menus and picking those places that you know you're not gonna get into a fight <laughs> on the road because you want it to be enjoyable. But as a mom, and sometimes the dad would take on this role instead, 
you have to plan ahead and you have to be one step ahead of where you're actually going and what's happening in your agenda. The second tip that I would have is set dietary expectations at the beginning of the trip. Okay, so this is where you would do the same thing that you would do for that birthday party. You would say, okay, we're going to eat meat, but we're not going to eat dairy. Or we're going to eat meat, but you know we don't eat pork. Or we're going to eat fish only, but no meat, no dairy. However, you know, however you want to do it. Um, however, it's going to be easy for you. That way, when you go someplace, your kids already know the parameters. We already said we're going to do this, but we can't have that and remind them of the why. Um, one big one for us is if we travel to a family reunion and they, they fry fish because they catch the fish you know, the day before or that morning and then they're cleaning it, they're frying it, they're grilling it, they're putting it in soups and stews, it's amazing. So we'll say, okay, we're gonna have the fish, but we're not having the fried chicken. And we set that expectation and that's what we move forward. Um, so again, you just, again, set your expectations ahead of time so that your kids know what you're doing. And if you are going to allow that to be one of those times where you have that flexibility, then you tell them, you know what, this is a special occasion and this is a family reunion that we come to once a year or some reunions like for us are every two years. You don't get that option a lot. So you know what, I'm going to let you eat what you want today and just enjoy it. Just have fun. And then when we come back home, we're going to clean up our diet. We're going to give you a little veg, a few green smoothies, veggie smoothies to kind of cleanse your system out and we're going to get back to normal. It is okay. All right. My family enjoys a plant-based lifestyle plus the fish on a regular basis, but occasionally will enjoy other foods. And sometimes people can be so mean. And when they find out that you're not 100% vegan or you're not doing it right according to their standards or whatever this exclusive club is they don't let you into the club or they you know they say how dare you call yourself a vegan or how dare you do you know what it's not even about all of that you know what it's about for me and my house the main goal that we have is to have healthy relationships with food and to eat in a way that promotes the best health possible for us not for anybody else, but for us. And I want my kids to appreciate all types of fruits and veggies. I want them to explore new foods. And I wanna make sure that what they eat is not only what they need to eat, but also what they wanna eat too. And likewise, when it comes to you and your family eating healthy, it's not about perfection or falling into a specific category. It's about taking small steps and knowing you're doing something great for your family. So it's that time again, it's joke time. Are you ready? Why did the banana go to the doctor? Because it was not peeling well, get it? Well, thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Find us on Facebook at Veg Out Chat to keep the conversation going and join us next time. But until then, go rock some plant-based adventures. See you soon.